going back, I'm moving ahead, here to declare to you, my past is over in you, things are made new, surrender my life to Christ, I'm moving, moving forward. What a moment you have brought me to such freedom. I have found in you, you're the healer who makes all things new.
Good morning, River family. Hey, it's good to see you this morning. Amen. Hey, if you can, turn around, wave at somebody, say hello, welcome them to church. We're thankful to be here this morning. Hey, if you've come to be baptized this morning, we are ready for you right over here on this side of the sanctuary. You brought your clothes, that's wonderful. And guess what? If you didn't bring your own clothes, we have some for you. We have towels. Come and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Awesome. There was something else I was supposed to say, but I can't remember what it is. So, hey, let's start praising the Lord. Amen.
Lord. Thank you. thankful for Yahweh aren't you thankful that he is all of that and the lifter of our heads when I was so low he reached down and picked me up I like the old song said he rescued me has he rescued anybody in this house today come on can you put your hands together and just give him an ovation of thank you thank you for reaching down thank you for picking me up thank you for rescuing me and giving me life amen He's the lifter of our heads. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, you are. Bright morning star. Glorious you are. You're high and lifted up. You are exalted, pure and holy one, above you there is none, you're high and lifted up, you are exalted.
love. Come on and give him praise in this room today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you look beyond our faults and see exactly what we need. And you've never let us down. <laughs> you always come through. Even if you don't do it when we think you ought to, you do it when you know we need it. Amen? He's never failed us yet. And he can never fail us. The God of all creation that clothed himself in flesh to come and pay a price that we couldn't afford to give us life evermore. That's why we take this time today and have communion to not only thank him for what he's done for us, but to acknowledge that he was the sacrifice that I couldn't be. Without that ultimate price, we wouldn't have had redemption's plan. But because of what he did on Calvary, the stripes that he bore on his back, the crown of thorns that was piercing his skull, the sword that pierced his side, and the death that took his life so that we could have life that we have today. This do in remembrance of me, he said, said his word. There's communion elements all around the sanctuary. As we worship him and continue to honor him, let's remember what Christ Jesus did for you. The price he paid and the life that he's given us forevermore.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing, Jesus. Thank you for redemption, Jesus. Thank you for forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. We're so grateful. We're so grateful, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We're so grateful when we think of what you've done for us. Our hearts are full of gratitude, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You came and healed us. You came and saved us, Jesus. Oh, we're grateful, 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 grateful. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Ooh. Bless your name, Jesus. See. Sing glory to his name. 
Sing unto our God. Sing unto our God. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify Him. Glorify Him. For the God, He's omnipotent. Yeah, He reigns forever and ever. Yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. He reigns forever and ever. For the Lord our God, for the Lord our God is omnipotent he reigns forever and ever yes the lord our god yes the lord our god is omnipotent he reigns he reigns forever and ever forever and ever forever and ever Let's sing unto the Lord, we say. Sing unto the Lord. Sing glory to His name. Sing glory to His name. Sing unto our God. Sing unto our God. Hallelujah, He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, voice and sing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. Sing glory to His name. Sing unto our God. Yes, 
Come and worship Him, all ye people down. Bring praise and offerings of worship. Yeah. Come and worship Him, all ye people now. Bring praise and offerings of worship. Come and worship Him, all ye people now. Bring praise and offerings of worship. Come and worship Him. Come and worship Him, all ye people now. Bring praise and offerings of worship. Offerings of worship. One more time, come and worship. Come and worship you, all ye people now. Bring praise and offerings of worship. Oh, magnify him. Glorify him. We magnify you. We glorify you. We magnify you, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We magnify you, Jesus. We magnify you. Oh, you're so sweet, Jesus. We glorify you. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. We magnify you. We glorify. We glorify you. Aren't you glad he's in control? Aren't you thankful our God is in control of every situation of our lives? Hallelujah. You're in control. You rule, you reign. No one above you, no one like you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
position is worship. Father, so we bow and we worship before you this morning. We thank you for the outpouring of your healing, your peace, and your grace. Father, we hear Holy Spirit saying it is for all mankind that whosoever will come, come. That tug on your heart is Holy Spirit saying come. The way is made clear. It's not hard. It's one step at a time. Father, we see the brilliance of your light drawing. We thank you that in you there is light, life, and peace forevermore. Father, we thank you that you are love. We thank you for the lavishness of your love dwelling richly within us and around us and then through us. Father, this day we are praying and lifting up those that are saying, I need help. We thank you that you are the help in this very moment. And just a mere glance of looking up to you, looking up to where our help comes from, that you are right there. Just that little moving forward for you draw near quickly. Holy Spirit just corrected me. He said, I'm right here. He doesn't have to do anything. He's right here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's take a moment. Let's just breathe in. And this is the morning that we're dedicating our children and our babies. So if you have a family member or someone with you you want to dedicate this morning, come on up. But, Father, we pause. And we breathe in the breath of God, that same one that created Adam and said, this is a life-quickening spirit. Here come our children. And I was reminded that he's speaking to all the earth, and because we live stream, it goes all the way. So this morning, as we bring our children, good morning. Father, we thank you for the anointing of Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm going to call on the prayer team again to come up and assist and support. Amen. Come on over. Look at this big family. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to bring them on over. Okay, I want you to. Who are we dedicating this morning? My granddaughter, Elena. My daughter, Aaliyah. Elena and Aaliyah. Do we have another? Amen. And those that are on live stream, those that are dedicating their children, we come in agreement with you as well. Father, we thank you for this family, for the generations. We thank you, Father, that your word dwells richly within each and every one of them. We thank you, Father, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Your name is being praised throughout this family. Father, we pray that all goodness and grace and mercy and love dwell richly upon them, that they dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit deep within them that says this is the way. Walk ye in it. For he will always provide that way. We just are sensitive to move in that. Father, we thank you that as a household of faith that we commit to pray and to intercede for this family. Father, we thank you that the children are raised up in love, graciousness, and peace. Father, this day, we thank you for the sovereignty of this moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we hear you saying not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. That greater is he that's in this family than he that is in the world. So, Father, we seal this time of dedication in triumphant praise and in worship of you strength that we remember this moment for the impartation of Holy Spirit to be strong within this family. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Make sure you families, if you'll sign up out at the Ministry Resource Center after service, give us the baby's names. They'll get certificates for you. Amen. Such a sweet worship in this house today. Amen. We hit that line in the song a while ago, bring praises and offerings of worship. And something set right there in us. And I'm thinking that as we continue to bring those offerings of worship, what is an offering of worship? An offering of worship is something that costs you. If you go all the way back in the, when they used to bring sacrifices and they brought their offerings, it would cost them their best. To make it easy to understand, if they was raising chickens, they had to bring the best chicken. If they was bringing goats, they had to bring the best goat of the sheep, the lamb. They had to bring the best one. So as we bring our offerings of worship, we want to bring him our best. Amen? Because he's done so much for us, and he's so good. It's offering time in the house and at home, wherever you're joining us. And so we continue to bring in offerings. We bring offerings of our money, which is a representation of us. It's a representation of the labor, the work that you've done, all that you've done all week long or all month long or however long it's been when you got a check. It's a representation of you. And as we bring our offerings unto the Lord, he receives it. And then he rains down blessings. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the blessings of the Lord? Go ahead and put your hands together and praise him if you're thankful for that. He's made such great provision for his children. Amen. It's not just a, 
he doesn't just give us everything amen but he does give us a way to obtain everything that we need and that's beautiful so offering time if you're here in the house there are some buckets if you like to bring your offering you can do that there's also offering boxes on the walls you can put your offerings in them use an envelope if you want to put cash or use a debit credit card you can do it there on that envelope if you're online they'll put the information up you can click the giving button on the website or you can also um, mail it however you'd like to do it and they'll put that information so that you can be a part of this offering too amen God's so good to his people and he's so good to us aren't you glad that you're one of his people Amen. If you're a guest with us today and this is your first or second time, if you would do us the honor and stop at our uh, connection point counter in the lobby after service, we've got a free gift for you. We want to say thank you for being here with us. We want to get to know you and want you to get to know us more. Amen. God bless you. God bless you watching online, being a part of this congregation. God bless the family that gathers at the River of Life. Here's Pastor Brian. Good morning, family. Buenos dias, familia. Gloria a Dios. Amen. Do you remember in Psalm, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm glad to be here. I missed you guys this last week. It, it was uh, very strange, and it was... Darren and I, we were saying how Sundays and Wednesdays are like markers. Are we, Dewan, you taking youth? Okay. So youth, if you'd like to go with Pastor Dewan, you may be dismissed. You guys have a great class back there. Remember the, in that Psalm, I think it might be 122, I don't know, but David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And it was, and I was thinking about that, and, and since we weren't together last Sunday and Wednesday my markers were off I didn't know what day it was Sunday did not feel like Sunday because you know I, I think some people and, and don't be offended by this but some people kind of wake up Sunday morning and decide eeny meeny miny mo to the church should I go I wish I might I wish I might have a breakfast or fight fight I don't know but I, I think that there should just be something in us that unless there's a real reason, and sometimes there is, so this is no condemnation, that we should be excited about coming together in the house of the Lord. Well, I have a, so I'm, I'm really glad, glad to be here. Anise, do you have your mic and you want to go first? Okay. She's got something she'd like to share with us today. So I present to you none other than Anise. Good morning, church. Thank you, Miss V, for that verse, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And if we take that back to the original interpretation of give you rest there, it's I will rest you. Like holding a baby who's fussy, and you, you put them on your shoulder, and he, you pat them with your hand until they calm down. That's that verse. Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will rest you. So ladies, I would like to invite you to come away for a time of rest, for refreshing, and to just reset yourself to be able to flourish in all of your life, in all of your relationships. The Abbas Girls is presenting a wonderful conference and retreat November 4th through 6th 
in Flagstaff, Arizona. And it's a two-part registration this year, which is a little different, but we're staying at a wonderful hotel. And the Abbas Girls is presenting the conference. So there's a two-part registration. The hotel reservations, if you want to get in on our amazing, amazing discount that we're getting, you need to make your hotel reservations by this Thursday, the 14th. And registration closes on the 24th. So if you have any questions, you can see myself or my sister Veronica out at the table. And you can also visit abbasgirls.org, and all the information is there. But ladies, you are welcome to come away for a time of rest refreshment and nourishment to your soul, your body, your emotions, and your spirit. Thank you all. Thanks, Chinese. Well, it's good to see everybody. John, all the way from Alaska, right? Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. And I saw Jessica earlier, and I wanted, would you tell her that we've been praying for her, and, and that I know she's going through a, a really rough time, and, and uh, she's making it. She's making it. She's on the other side of some stuff. So also, we missed, we missed missions, which was last week, so we'll do that today. And the first thing I want to say is thank you for everyone who gave extra for the churches in Romania. If you remember, last month I told you that uh, Pastor Sammy had to relocate. They'd been in that, I think, 12 or 15 years, and they gave them like a month or six weeks or something to be out of the building. Well, they found a building... And you guys gave extra, and it helped that they were able to get in the building, and now they need to remodel it. So he wanted me to tell everybody, thank you for what you did and helped me make that possible. And it actually, it's a better building than where they were. He actually likes it better, but it just, it just, needs, just needs some work. So thank you for that. And if anyone would like to, to give extra for the church in Romania in Arad with Pastor Sammy Kaba, that would be great. So we, we're continuing taking care of our commitment in Uganda, Africa, and what we're doing in Haiti, and uh, of course with Romania and into Italy and all that. But we're bringing something else under the umbrella of missions, and I'm really excited about that, really excited about that. And that is comfort and care. We're going to bring the whole ministry of comfort and care under the umbrella of missions to help raise money for that and to, to bring more awareness to people that are needing something in our own body. So we're going to talk more about that, but the scripture for that, and Carol and I have been talking about this, Carol Frazier, and this is our scripture that we're using. This is in Galatians 6 and 10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are, are of the household of faith. So we're, we're going to, you know, the, the Bible teaches us to take care of our own family and to take care of, of our own. And, and how is it that, that we can take care of everybody else but not our own? So we're going to bring that in. I'm excited about it. Carol's going to tell us more about that at another time. So that's going to be added in. And, and um, we had had signups that we had talked about. Well, we actually had had one day of signups. And then I would said for the next two weeks, we're going to put that off for, it will be the next two weeks, not today been praying for you, my sister. Yeah, uh, we know exactly what you've been through. We've, we've been there, and it's painful, but it just, it just actually should fuel your celebration for heaven. Yeah, for that reunion. 
So we'll have sign-ups for all the different ministries, and we'll talk about that next Sunday and the following, okay? We just thought we would kind of give it a break today, because we got hit. So we got hit hard, and uh, out of nowhere, we didn't expect it, you know, we'd made it so far through, you know, and I had talked about on, on one of our sessions, I said, you know, I've had that and got through it, and you know, and na 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 and then I was, I was saying, y'all, you know, it, let's, let's finish strong this next quarter. Let's all sign up and let's build the choir and build all the ministries and let's get more. And we did. We had, we had a great turnout that Sunday. And then that week, that week, we just got slammed upside the head out of, out of nowhere. And uh, we didn't expect it. Did we expect it? But here we are. And, um, and God's protected people and kept people going and, and uh, thank you for that. And, and, uh, and it's not just us, it's not just us. We had family in Oklahoma, we had seven or eight family members at the same time from like 20 something to 84 years old fighting that devil virus at the same time. Seven or eight in, in the family. And, and then we've had, we, have, we have extended family here who haven't even been around us for, for months that are fighting it right now, this morning as we speak. And, and uh, a, a church that I was at, like just actually right before all this hit, their worship leader got slammed that same, the same week that ours did, the same week, two days off. Never, they've never met. So... I feel like I heard from the Lord, to, and he called me down, because you know how I can get. I can be a little dramatic sometimes. Why do you laugh when I say things like that? <laughs> Birds of a feather, you know what I'm saying? But um, I really think I heard the Lord say, Ex encourage everyone, let's get through this season and go forward. So that's what I want to say. Those of you who are at home, and those of you who are here today, Let's get through this season and go forward. And um, I received su such an amazing, amazing phone call. You guys remember, remember Rabbi Zimmerman? Do you want to hear what he said? Okay, first I guess I should finish the missions offering. I got sidetracked. So today being Mission Sunday, a week late, if you'd like to give for in our missions department, please make sure you send that this week or bring it in today or the buckets are here if, if you want to write that, that check or whatever, or give gold jewelry or whatever it is that you've got to go. And um, 100%, 100% of that, know, know this, that 100% of what comes in for missions, it goes to exactly what I've, I've said. So Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be involved and spreading the gospel all the way around the world. You're so faithful. And we, we, we pray for, for the, the churches in, in Haiti, that they would be encouraged and, and the people of Haiti would be encouraged and provided for. God, there's so much going on there and, and, and we really need you to show up strong in the country of Haiti. And what's going on in Romania with Pastor Kaba and the churches in Italy and the relocation of his church in Arad Give them provision, the provision they need to get that building ready so they can continue what they've been doing throughout this whole season. God, they have so, stayed so faithful. Even when they couldn't meet on the inside, they stood out in the cold and they had service and they worshiped you, God, in the bitter cold because they are serious about loving you. So bless them, God, for their faithfulness. And thank you for, for uh, comfort and care 
and all of the things that they do and the phone calls and the texts and the food and the cards that, that so many people send out. And let's grow that and increase that. And, and in urban outreach, as, as we're looking for your direction and all that, to bless and help take care of those that are homeless here in our streets, God, direct us in that, that we would be the love of God extended and the hand of the Lord extended. We pray for all the churches, Lord, that are struggling around the world and those, those that have been going through hard hard things that they shouldn't have to go through in other countries. Lord, encourage them. Encourage them, God. Don't allow them to be shut down. Don't allow them to be silenced, Lord. But come in, Lord. Send the Spirit of God and make a way. Soften the hearts, if that's what it means, of leaders. Whatever it is around the world, God, open up the churches with, with, with joy that the people can return and not in fear, but with expectation to meet with one another, knowing that wherever two or three are gathered together in your name, you promise to be in the midst. And then, Holy Ghost, send us a new baptism of fire and desire, God, and truth, that we would be the people of God that would exemplify the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, Lord. Bring those in. Let this harvest, God, let this season we're going into, let it be such a time of harvest that the kingdom of God would grow, that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name, and the church said, amen, amen. So all this is going on, and, and um, you know, it got to the point where I didn't want to answer my phone again. I didn't want to look at another text. I didn't want to see another name. I didn't want to hear about another test. And I just thought, okay, okay, we're, we're still good. No, we're still good. And we're still good. Okay, and that maybe we're not so good. And, and, and maybe, maybe, I don't know. And um, then I, I, I actually was playing, I played keys for a funeral at another church, which I, I normally don't do right now, but I really felt led of the Lord to do this for, for this man, for his wife to honor his wife, and so I, I went with Carol, and, and we played keys at this really large, large church in, here in Phoenix, and, and, and I, was, I was struggling. I was supposed to go pick up mom. She was all packed and ready to come stay with us for a while because of things that were going on over here, and, and, and then after I picked up mom, Elizabeth was coming in from Florida to spend time with us, and she didn't know what she was flying into, and so... I came out, this is the, this God's truth, I came out to my car, put, turned my phone on in the parking lot from playing at a funeral, and I had just played The Blood, Andre Crouch's song, The Blood. That's what I just played. I just played that. And so I looked at my text and read it. Penny had just texted me what had just happened and, and how this test had gone in our house. And I thought, maybe we're not good. Uh, and I'm like, so I had to go tell mom, mom, I don't think you can come over right now. I, I think it's best that you stay home, stay safe. Got to go get Elizabeth and tell her what she's flown into. <laughs> and, and it was a lot. You know, I'm just being honest with you. I'm just, just being honest with you. It's a lot. And so mom had her all, all of her stuff packed up to come stay with us. And she agreed and she stayed there. And, I got Elizabeth, and I said, I kind of need to tell you a couple things, what's going on, and fortunately, we have a, a casita, and we were able to, to separate and quarantine and keep people safe and, and uh, bring food out on the patio and take care of them and keep outside and then inside and 
not riding cars. You know how, the, all, how that stuff goes? I'm laughing now, but during all this, it, it wasn't really that funny. And then I'm still, get, I'm still getting calls. And, um, and then I start thinking, I, I think for the safety of the church that we should not meet tomorrow. And then I thought, no, you're weak. You're weak. You're giving in to this. And then I got a call from Rabbi Zimmerman. And he said, how are you doing, Pastor Brian? I said, I'm good. He goes, well, you've been on my heart. I've been praying for you. And he, I said, really? That's good. <laughs> how are you praying? And he said, well, he said, I feel like the river's building momentum and, and that you're about to really burst in growth, but something's happening to try to like discourage you. And I'm like, would you just pray right now and just go ahead? <laughs> So he started out talking about, and this is what he said. First of all, first of all, Pastor B, no weapon formed against you will prosper. I'm like, keep praying, Rabbi. And, he, and as he prayed, he said, I have, he, he gave me this prophetic word. He said, everything that the enemy has meant to bring you guys down is going to actually push you forward in momentum. And it's actually working to your good. And I'm, well, I don't see that right now. I don't see it. But in faith, I knew it was right. So I want to tell you all today, be encouraged. This season, this season is changing. And so let's get through this season and get some closure so we can go forward into the next one with joy, with excitement, in faith, without fear. God doesn't give us fear. Fear hath torment, and God doesn't torment us. And perfect love casts out fear. So we speak right now to all the fear that would try to come into our hearts, into our minds, and, and bring anxiety. And we say that perfect love, which comes from God, it casts out fear, and we stand in faith and in joy. Amen. Amen, I believe that. Well, another reason I'm really excited today is because it's four years this week that I had my big cancer surgery. It was four years ago this week that I had that surgery and went through all the testing and the lymph node removal and all that stuff, and here I am completely healthy four years later this week. And if you remember for a while, like for two months, I couldn't play the piano. Remember I, I told you guys I had that little T-Rex arm? It was in that sling, you know, and um, I couldn't even clap. I'd had to do this. I'd be like... But the Lord took me through that. And, some, and sometimes they, people have said to me, why do you play like that? Because I can. Because I couldn't for a minute. So the rest of my life, I'm going to get my T-Rexes in shape and go for it and play my heart out when it comes to the Lord. So I'm celebrating, and I want you all, all to celebrate with me this week, four years out, cancer-free. And I'm so thankful for that. Thankful. So thankful for that. You know, I had a little couple things here and there. I had a little, things, a little couple little things jump up here and there, but nothing like that. 
And it's because the Lord has, has kept us and provided for us. So I'm so thankful for that. And Pastor Rabbi Zimmerman, thank you for that call. It was exactly of the Lord. It was exactly what I needed to hear. And I believe it, and I say it again, that no weapon formed against us will prosper. That's the word of God. And, that, and what the enemy meant for evil, actually, I feel like I hear the word like catapult. Catapult us forward with momentum into this next season. And so... Uh, there, are, there are some people that are not here today that uh, their time off ends tomorrow. And, and uh, everyone's come through. Almost every single person's on the other side. And, uh, and they're doing well. And they would have been here today if they could. But they're, they're following protocol. And, and we made it, didn't we, Joan? We made it. All the way through. We made it. We made it. And, and God kept us and preserved us. And here we are. And I'm thankful to be here. All right. Can I preach now? All right. All right, everyone good? Can I tell on you, Alfonso? Can I tell your story? It's pretty funny. Your wife said yes. Can I tell it? She said see. Because here's the thing, you're the head of the family, but your wife is the neck and turns the head any which way she wants it to go. Counseling, marriage 101. So, you know, I had a whole list of people I would check on. I'd check on people, and I'd call, and I'd call, and check on And some in state, some out of state, some in our church, some in other churches. Just, you know, come on, be encouraged. Get up, go outside, walk around, practice, look, get some vitamin D. Keep your mind right. Stay positive. Trust God. Don't give in. When that thing starts telling you you can't, yes, you can. Don't give into that because there's, there's an association of this, and it's actually a syndrome that's associated with this virus that makes everything, it can make everything in your mind too hard to do. For an example, you're laying in bed, burning up with fever, and you want a glass of water and you think, I need to get up and get a glass of water. And this, this syndrome, and I think there's a spirit attached to it, will tell you, it's too hard. You can't do it. You'd have to walk into the kitchen. You'd have to get a glass. You'd have to put water in it. You'd have to drink. Then you'd have to crawl back to bed. So just give up. The devil is a lie. We don't, we don't give up. We don't give into that. And that actually is a syndrome that has been clinically diagnosed that causes people to cave into this evil thing. So, so be, that's why I've been saying, come on, get up. Go get that drink. Go outside. Sit. If you can only walk halfway around your house, walk halfway around your house and breathe and thank God and raise your hands and thank God for life. Thank God for eternal life because it's not always going to be like this. We're not always going to be in this season. All this crazy that's going on, it came to pass. It's not always going to be here. So don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in it. Don't listen to a bunch of junk. Don't listen to this side or that side. Listen to the voice of the Lord. I've been telling us for over a year, what you listen to will determine what you see. I see him high and lifted up. And his train fills the temple. Why? Because I'm listening to the voice of the Lord. And I'm listening to the word of God. Amen. Okay. So yesterday... I was really, I was concerned about, about Alfonso, and I'd been checking on him, and, and he, he had had a rough go, but nothing like, nothing like months ago when he ended up in the hospital and everything, and so I, I just called him and said, man, how, how are you doing, and he said, I, I'm good, Pastor, and, and, and um, I said, so is someone else going to be doing sound tomorrow, and, 
And uh, he said, no, I'll, I'll be there. And I said, okay, I'm, you're okay? And he said, yeah, I'm okay. So I said, okay, well, good, I'm glad. Hung up and I thought, okay. So then in like two seconds, he calls me back. He said, I, I was in the restaurant, and so I really couldn't talk like I wanted to talk to you. And I said, okay, well, what's going on? And he goes, I'm great. I've, I've been to the doctor, gave me, I'm, I've been, I'm out of quarantine, negative, everything's great. And uh, I said, well, where are you right now? He said, Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I said, and I'm calling you to check on you, and you up chewing on somebody's steak right now, or pork chops or something. But I was so glad, I was so glad that the Lord protected him and kept him, that he didn't end up in the hospital, he didn't have to have all that other stuff, and the Lord protected him and, and gave him a green light and uh, set him free, made negative, and here he is. He said, we'll be there today. He said, the whole family, this is what he said, just like normal. That blessed my heart. We'll all be there, the whole family, just like normal. I'm going to preach now. We're talking about transformation for the kingdom, for the sake of others. Transformation for the sake of others. We, we've been talking about, and, and that, uh, maybe, uh, Sonia, what you sent me, that photo of the cop pulling that butterfly over, can we have that put up either today or next week? Can we have that for next week? And if, you, and if you're able to get it during today, I'll, I'll take it any time. But if it's not till next week, that's fine. You guys curious now about a butterfly getting pulled over by a cop? Yeah, Sonia sent it to me. It's one of the best things ever. It's what I've been trying to say for six months. And there's, here's this little cartoon that says it. So transformation for the sake of others. Transformation for the kingdom. Transformation for the body of Christ. And there's something that, that I believe only happens with maturity and that comes instead of being selfish you learn to be selfless when I was a child I act like a child I ate like a child I spoke like a child but when I became a man hopefully I put away my pacifier I put away my rattle put away my toys and I think that one sign that we can kind of see where we are with our spiritual maturity is how often are you thinking about somebody else? How often are you thinking about what can I do to make someone else's life better? Because even sometimes we come to God with, if I do this, then he'll do this for me. You know, if I do this, then he'll do this. If I do this, he'll do this. And maybe some of that's true. But then when you grow in God, you worship him not because you're trying to get something from him. You worship him because you're so in love with him and because you know he's so worthy and he's so great and he's the only one from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. The name of the Lord shall be praised. Oh, that men would praise the Lord according to his excellent greatness. I don't ever come to a church service to try to manipulate God through worship to get what I want. But I think sometimes when we're younger Christians, we kind of think like that a little bit. But when we grow up, we realize, though he slay me yet, I'll serve him. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
And you get this something inside of you that I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will always speak well of him. When I'm hurting, he's still good. When I'm kind of scared, he's still amazing. When I'm kind of intimidated by circumstances, he's still my strength. When someone raises their voice against me, God is still the lifter of my head. And you grow into this place that God becomes your everything. I woke up this morning, and the first thing I said when I raised up my arms to the Lord, I said, Father, you are my everything. You are my strength. You are my joy. You are my hope. You are my future. You are my today. You've redeemed my past. You are amazing. You are my everything. And I wasn't doing that because I was trying to get a word. I was doing that from my heart. God, I love you. I'm just crazy about you. You are my everything. In you, I live, move, and have my being. And so I, I, I grew into that. I didn't, I didn't just come into the kingdom like that. I've grown into that with maturity. So I think that as we grow in God and as we mature in him, we realize that it's really not just about us. That may come as a shock to some of us. But it's not just about me. It's not just about us. It's what am I contributing? What am I bringing to the table? Not just what can I get. Do you guys ever have like family reunions and sometimes you might have that one or two, one or two people who never bring anything, but they have Tupperware or aluminum foil in their purse and they'll start filling up their Tupperware or their, or their tinfoil before even people get all their food. I, I'm not lying. I was once, I was once at Frankie's and someone brought an empty crock pot and filled it up and took it back to their house. And then there are other people who are like, I can't come without bringing something. You know, even if they're just coming over to, to see you or get their hair cut or whatever, they're like, they got to bring something. They want to contribute, uh, contribute. They want to bring something. And I think we should be like that when it comes to life. Bring something to the table. Be an addition and not a subtraction. Add something to the mix. Don't take away. Don't be that kind of person who's like, oh, there they are. You better get your mac and cheese because they're going to take the whole thing and take it home. <laughs> Ooh, doesn't that sound good? Some good, like, with four kinds of cheese on it, some nice melted baked, which are all kind of crusty on top, and it's got whip. Ugh. Okay, focus. Transformation for others. We looked at this real, real, real quickly. Let me read this scripture for you, okay? Quick review. This is, this is from Galatians 5 and 1. It was for this freedom that Christ has transformed us completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and don't be subject again to that yoke of slavery once you've been removed from that. For you, my brothers and sisters, you're all called to freedom. How many are glad for that today? Yes, thank God we're called to freedom. Only use not your freedom, but let your freedom become an opportunity, not just for the sinful nature, worldliness and selfishness, but through love, serve, and seek the best for one another. So I'm convinced that the more free we live, the more we serve and seek the best for someone else. And I'm all about practical application of spiritual giftings. 
I am. I've been talking to Joan about that. I've been talking to Ron about that. I've been talking to myself about that. I've been asking the Lord about that. I believe that the more spiritual we are, the more practical we will walk out our spirituality. I believe that. I believe the more, the, the, the more I get connected with God, the more I will affect people in a, in a, in a practical way. Even when it comes to someone who's going to wait on your table. I believe that waiter or waitress should be blessed because they had the opportunity to serve you. I know it's quiet, but I'm serious about that. I, I, am, I am embarrassed. I have been out with people, and they gave our waiter like 35 cents, and then going to invite him to the river. I'm like, don't tell him you go to the river. <laughs> Give somebody 35 cents and tell them, God bless you. Especially with what they're going through right now. I was in a restaurant the other day that seats 250 people, and they had three servers in the whole restaurant. Three servers for the whole restaurant. So if there was ever a time that we need to be generous, it's right now to bless people. All right. So in our liberation, let's give, serve, and seek the best for one another. For the whole law concerning human relationships is fulfilled in one precept. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is you shall have an unselfish concern for others and actually do things for their benefit. For their benefit. Amen. We talked about quickly that we believe this is more than fivefold ministry. It's more than platform ministry. It's the body of Christ ministering to the body of Christ, serving with love, compassion, kindness, and grace, and doing it the right way. Because doing things the wrong way can make it wrong. And, and I think what happens also is sometimes we think that uh, giftings have to do with microphones and sound systems. And that's not true at all. You know, no matter how we all try, we'll not. Ron, I think I have a new name for you. And it's prophetic. Lungs. Lungs. L just lungs, lungs, lungs. Because he's got this built-in sound system in him that I've never heard anything like. Eddie James came close. Eddie James came close. But no matter how much we try to sing, we're not going to sing like, like Ron sings or play the keys like, like Carol plays or play the drums like my brother Darren. He carried it today. You know, we were down to two musicians, and I, th I think we did all right. I think we did all right today. I do. And I think D Darren did amazing. And no matter, if I were to get on those drums, y'all would run out and throw your wig. And you, it's not because you're happy. It's because it'd be that bad. But there's so much more than what happens in an hour and a half on a Sunday. On Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and all the way through the week, people need to be encouraged. You would be surprised what a phone call would do. You would be surprised what a text might do or a card or a meal or, or just text someone and say, hey, just want you to know we're praying for you. Just that might make, oh man, I can make it. They're praying for me. So do you see that we all have something to do? Now in the old days, which we don't live there, at least I'm not gonna live there because it would kill me dead. In the old religious way of thinking, they expected the pastor to do everything. They expect, expected him to be at everybody's graduation. 
everybody's funeral, everybody's uh, wedding. Yes, do everybody's wedding. If, everybody, if anyone's in the hospital, you got to be the one that goes to the hospital. And, and, and that's why, do you know that in our country, even as of late, that sometimes it's up to 70-something percent of pastors in America quit a year? That's huge. You know why? Because they're trying to do too much that they were never designed to do. We are a body ministry, and everyone has something to do. We're going to be talking about the different gifts, right, Ron? Starting this Wednesday night, right? With some practical application to some spiritual gifts. But pastors, and hear me today, you were not designed to be the only person to do everything for the entire church. It will wear you out. Plus, it will keep others from fulfilling the call of God in their life. And that's part of what we want to do in comfort and care, that we can increase our awareness that when there's something going on, that different members of the body can minister to that one, to that family, to that one in the hospital, to that one who's, who is uh, maybe they're retiring and need someone to celebrate with them. Oh, you've got it? We can see it? Okay, let's see if we can see this right now. Can everyone see it? Thank you for that. It's an old photo. That just says it all, doesn't it? Thank you, Sonia. Thank you guys for making that happen. I love that. I love it. I keep that in my phone and I look at it. I look at it, and he's saying, well, that doesn't look a thing like you. I know, I know. So everyone has something to give. And, 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 and I, wanna, I wanna encourage you today, for those of you who feel like your part doesn't matter, that that comes from the enemy. That is not true. And, and the scripture that I read earlier for missions, I'm gonna read the same passage, Galatians 6 and 10. I read it in the KJV, and I'm gonna read it in the Amplified. So then, while we... That's us, the church, right? As individuals, believers. So when we have opportunity, let us do good. To who? To all people. Okay, I'm going to stop for a minute and talk about all. Y'all better buckle up. This is not really a suggestion. This is the word of God. And we're not to be respecter of persons. And if we can only be kind, hear me, if we can only be kind to those who think like us, we need to grow up. Amen. If we can only be kind to those who belong to the same, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, political party as us, we need to grow up. If we can only be kind to those who think exactly like we do about everything associated with the coronavirus, we need to grow up. If we choose sides to be with Camp A or Camp B, and if you don't think like I do in Camp B, then I can't be kind to you, we need to grow up. How do you think Jesus would treat someone right here in America, 2021, who thought differently than him. You know what the truth is? Everyone 
thinks differently than Jesus. And while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will, whether they be a Democrat or a Republican or an Independent, he died for them. Whether they've had the shot or they hadn't have the shot, he died for them. And he has called us to be an example of someone who loves someone that's different than we are. Ryan, you should talk about that. Oh, yeah, I should, because if it's not going to be exemplified in the church, where is it going to be seen? If people are not going to be loved in the church and by the body of Christ, where are they going to be loved? I'm not mad, but I'm serious about it. And don't, don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in being hateful because someone thinks differently than you. Because the truth is, by this evening, you might, you might not think like you do right now. I told someone the other day I had a quorum, so the motion passed. Where? In me. Okay, so Galatians 6.10, Selah. So then, while we, as individual believers, have opportunity, let us do good to who? All people. To who? To those different than us? That look different than you? that don't raise their hands, that sit on their hands, that don't go to church, that do go to church, that clap on one and three, that clap on two and four, that don't clap at all. We can be so small sometimes and categorizing people with labels. That's a whole other thing. I'm not even going that right now. Don't label people. Look, look, at, look at, I shared this with us two weeks ago. Look at people as though they're doing their best. When you see someone that's struggling, maybe that's the best they can do right now. When you see someone and they're acting out, instead of judging them, look at them and think, maybe that's the best they've got right now. And even if it's not true, it'll help you. Because we'll stop trying to fix everybody. Okay, that was free. I just thought I'd throw, throw that us. Just throw, throw that us. Just throw that us. As we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being and especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith the family of born-again believers in God, his children. I remember someone from our church that I respect greatly. And as you guys know, I took myself off of Facebook because I realized not everyone across the earth is waiting to sit back and light a candle and listen to Pache. And it was a rude awakening, and it crushed my little spirit for a minute, but I got over it. So I took myself off. That wasn't the reason I took myself off, but I took myself off. But occasionally I check in just to kind of see what you all are doing, to be honest. I, I check it out, see what, what everybody's doing. And uh, sometimes I wish I hadn't read some of the things I've read. But I remember someone from our church that I have so much respect for her, and she said this months ago when we were in our, in our shutdown, she said, 
I want to remind everybody that when this is over and people are going back to church, make sure that you don't say something that keeps them from wanting to go where you attend. And I thought, wow, that's wisdom. Because if we're going to say something, let it be something that would cause people to want to come and want to be loved and want to be accepted and want to be important and, and, and know that, that, that their part matters. And, and I think that that really takes us being intentional. So what do I have to give? Well, what does the Lord put in your heart? Have you asked him? Have you been honest? Have you said, God, what can I do for others? Have you in your own time, not on a Sunday or a Monday morning prayer time with Miss V, why, by the way, Miss V and all your team, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your prayer. I really, really appreciate that. But there's a time when we get alone with God. There's a time when you and God commune. And there's not a band playing, there's not a choir singing, there's not a prayer team praying. It's you and God. And you can talk to him. And you can say, okay, Father, I heard what B said on, on Sunday. And uh, I want to know, is that true? First of all, that's true. Because if it's not true, I don't want it. But if it is true, and it's according to your word, then what do I have to give? What do I have to offer someone else? What is it that I can bring to the table to make it better for someone else as a believer, as a Christian, as a son or a daughter of God. What can I bring? What can I contribute? You might be surprised what he tells you. You might be really surprised about something practical that will bring out the spiritual inside of you of who you are, the very essence of you. It is amazing what happens when you think of someone else really is it's amazing what happens I was sharing the other day it was dad's birthday Monday October 5th and uh, the 4th I'm sorry thank you somewhere in there it was Monday October and thank you for what you put out there Monday morning early and I try I started to talk to some about my dad's birthday on his birthday they didn't hear one thing I said and started telling me about someone else whose husband had died and what they were going to do, and they were going to do this. And I thought, man, you didn't even ask me one question. I don't even know if you heard what I said. And then someone else, you can say, you know, it's my dad's birthday this week, and they're like, well, how are you going to celebrate? Who's going to be there? What are you guys going to eat? Because I know you guys are foodies. How long has he been gone? How old is he this birthday? And just that interest completely ministers to me. And it's when I'm not heard. I think sometimes, Joan, and I, you can help me with this if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Sometimes the fact of not being heard makes people feel not valued. But being heard can make you feel like you really matter. And I think, what if this? What if all of us became better listeners? Does that mean you have to hear everything that everyone's got to say? Absolutely not. That's for Joan. That's not for us. That's why she makes the big bucks. You know, if you need someone to listen for days, hours, months on end, see Joan. But the rest of us, 
<laughs> That's quite the plug, isn't it, Joan? Quite the plug. Tis my pleasure. You don't have to hear, and we don't need to tell everything. But sometimes when someone just says, I just went on a trip. That's great. Where did you go? Where did you stay? Instead of like, oh, yeah, that's great. Well, I just got on a trip, too. You went, well, my, the park I went to is larger than that. And I, oh, well, really, the hotel I stayed in, that was nicer than that. You know, kind of that, it's not really relating. And what if we would be like, so what have you been studying? I love this when someone says, hey, B, Tiff does this with me all the time. Hey, B, what have you been studying? Well, I've been looking at about unity. Oh, she goes, awesome, what have you learned? No, 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 I've learned. Well, what else? Well, how can you apply that? Or I text, I text uh, Tiff or Ron, I'll text them. Hey, you guys, do you have a nugget you can share with me? Oh, wow, that's awesome. Where's that? Who's talking? What's going on? What's the timeline? How do we apply that? How, what do we do with that? And you know what it does? It brings, they just, the teacher just starts coming out. If I say, hey, hey, Tiff, have you mined any nuggets recently in the word of God? Yeah, really amazing. Oh, that's great. So how are your kids doing? And you feel shut down. What if we worked on becoming better listeners to God and to his word? What if we really, really worked on being kind? What if we really believed that love is a behavior and not just an emotion? Did you know that, that love is a behavior sometimes? It is in the fruit of the Spirit. Let's all stand today. Transformation for the betterment of others, for the kingdom, for the body of Christ. Lord, I thank you for your people today, and I thank you that we are growing. I thank you that we are understanding this, that this amazing, amazing transformation that you've brought to our lives individually, that, yes, we're excited about it, and I want more, God. I really do. I really want to trans be transformed into your image. But along this journey and along this, this experience, I want it to be a benefit to someone else, that somebody else, their life would be better. And that their experience with God could grow. And that their, their attitude of, of life could be influenced by my relationship with you. Because you are who brings about true transformation. True transformation. It comes from you. I want to share something with you guys, and then we're going to go. You know when you're in those meetings, and someone, they, they, they go around the table, and they're like, okay, share with us your five-year goal. What's your 10-year goal? Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Dead. No, I, 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 where, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Like, what, where, what do you see, where do you see your finances in, in, in 15 years? I don't know. And I get anxious because I don't really think like that. I don't really think like that. I'm thinking about, you know, God, I got to be with you. I got to stay tight with you. I got to finish my course. And then when I'm done, I go. And when you're done with me, I go. But until then, I'm here. So... So I, I, I listened to someone once, a, a motivational speaker, and they said this. They said, what if we, what if we look at our life mission more than a five-year goal? I can do that. I can do that. I said, Holy Spirit, correct me. But my life mission for the rest of my life is every day of my life, let someone else's life be better because I'm in it because I'm in it 
no matter how practical and how simple, let their life be better because I'm in it. And in that mission, I can do that. I can fulfill that. Isn't, doesn't that change things? So, Father, as we're, as we're standing here today, let us see the mission that you have called each one of us to. And that is, number one, to become like you, to love you, and to love people. And that's what we want to do. Let us see that the closer we get to you, the more love we're going to walk in. The greater our transformation, the greater our influence will be. The more we become like Jesus, the more we're going to influence people towards the kingdom. So we appreciate what you're doing. God, I thank you for the momentum that you've put within us. I thank you, Lord, that you've given us a word. We're standing on it and that we're going to complete the task that you've called us to do. Thank you for complete healing in the body of Christ. Thank you for encouragement. Thank you for touching those that are at home today and taking away their anxiety and their fear and giving them confidence and faith in you. Lord, looking forward to this next season. So God, we agree we will get through this Bring a close to this chapter and then with excitement embrace this new season that you're bringing your people into. In Jesus' name, and the church said, amen, amen. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Say yes to Jesus and mean it. Amen.